Hey everybody, you've reached the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm Andrew. And this is Josh. We will be chatting about movies from January 11th through the 17th, 2019. The future. What was that sound <laughs> effect? That was like swirling my yeah. cold Andrew, leftover coffee. He went for some coffee and there was nothing in there. It's like we're doing like an old radio play. Yeah, I've always wanted to do that. I feel like we can make some good sound effects in here. I went to see, right around Christmas, went to see It's a Wonderful Life at the Gladstone Theater. And it was rather brilliant because if you're going to do It's a Wonderful Life, yeah. you would need all this stuff. But yeah, they just like did it's a play, right? It's yeah. Not, okay. Radio play style. Oh. So you just need six actors in suits pretending they're reading scripts from the radio. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of cool. That sounds amazing, actually. But that's not a movie. No, kind of. I well, it's a, and I thought that. I was like, wait, don't they put on plays and you're watching a movie there? Or, or, I what? Mean, I assume you were watching it on your phone while you were sitting in the audience. It's yeah, like, I brought it on my laptop. I prefer the movie version of this. You, know, you guys are doing great, but I want to watch this on my laptop. And he's going, shh. <laughs> like, you're not Jimmy Stewart. Bill Bailey, shut up. <laughs> oh, man. Great movie. <laughs> just in time for the holidays. Yeah, I'm, I'm just picturing like the clip clop sounds or whatever. I think there was a horse in the movie at some point. I can't remember now. Yeah, guy just had a couple coconuts. I don't know what. Yeah, like, I'm trying to think of what sound effects there even would be in that movie. Like it's uh, like, suicide. <laughs> I guess yeah, That's like a sound effect. A scream. I guess. Oh man! Oh look at that. We should point out that we have a new desk. Yeah, I walked yeah. in and there was some break in the time space continuum because there's a new desk in here all the chairs are new yeah andrew works here now <laughs> so weird i just thought that we cleaned it off real nice put on some furniture polish or, or whatever i don't really understand how things work but whenever this happens it's always anya's fault but every time i'm away for a couple days or longer like i went on vacation last year i think it was when i was in new york for a week i came back and everything was different yeah Pictures on the wall were different. The locks were changed. The locks were changed. <laughs> we're not getting that Josh back in here. <laughs> Pretend you didn't know who I was. Yeah, that was good. It was a long con, and it was great. Something else, like I think just a bunch of garbage got thrown out in here or something. Yeah, and there's oh, still Lee, a bag Lee, of garbage uh, in Lee here. took some of his toys. Oh, that's what it is. Did he say, I got to ask him what he's going to do with them, because we did a big cleanup on, not New Year's Eve, on Christmas Eve, I think. New Year's Eve, sorry, New eh, Year's Eve. Same difference, One of those Eves. <laughs> The intention was for Melissa and Anya, because they're smart, were coming in to change all the numbers on our price hikes for the box office and candy bar. Price massage. Price. Sounds better. Yes. <laughs> and I was just here and I was like, I've been meaning to do this for years. So I just took it on myself to clean the toys. Yeah. And a lot of them were easy. It was fill up the sink and, and they're action figures. I could clean them. But some stuff, sadly... You don't think about it, but 10 years ago, Lee put up a few things in boxes. And one was an old-timey Jaws toy that was kind of, kind of like a Hungry Hungry Hippo thing. Yeah. Great and box. Really the box is gone. Box. The yeah. box just, it's like, you know if you, you rub some greasy potato chips on the wall and you can see through the wall? <laughs> I would never do that. What are you talking about? It's kind, <laughs> of, kind of like that. So yeah, it's so your there, window to weight gain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a Jaws toy, a Jackie Chan toy. Uh, Beetlejuice toy that were in boxes so the toys inside were fine but the boxes were gone is the toy is the Jaws inside that box because I never yeah. had the guts to actually yeah. touch that box which yeah. I know after now your story gone. now I'm really glad it's actually right over there oh yeah no. <laughs> we could play we should do it <laughs> I was like should I tell him it's behind him and he just thinks it's gone we're like I'll let this go like, no, yeah there's it. like a it's basically it's so funny because it's not a movie you would associate with tie-ins like yeah it's not star wars or batman yeah. children's or toys especially like for a terrifying movie yeah but it's basically a jaws head 
and I think you have a little fishing rod. Yeah, I think and, that's right. And you have to get there's like a tire inside and a boot and a thing. <laughs> and the floating, like, severed head guy yeah. with the eyeball missing. You're like, ugh, why did we include this? A child's corpse. <laughs> He's real. That one guy's leg. Yeah. Hey, use kids. What are you use kids doing over there? Quaint. There's a quaint. Spoiler. God, why isn't all this real? Like, yeah. It started real, but now this is all we have. Sadly, they were just the cardboard was turned into goo. So I took it down, and on the off chance that I thought, we recently had somebody come in for health and safety, and we passed with flying colors. Really, the only thing we had to change was getting scoops versus a cup for our ice yeah. and popcorn. Weird so. stuff that nobody knows that we have. You yeah. know, the, the, it's like a behind the scenes Wizard of Oz curtain thing. You don't want to know, but yeah. still. Scooping popcorn kernels <laughs> with a cup could kill yeah. us all. He's like, oh, your, your uh, health and safety stuff is great, but what the hell is that Jaws box there? <laughs> that well, so I thought if he would have looked above where we're preparing food and saw this decade encased in popcorn yeah. grease thing. He doesn't need to know. know how long it's been there. Yeah. Still, I just made sure that I like moved my arms a lot and I was being really <laughs> animated so that I could distract his eyes. We weren't planning on feeding that to anybody, so yeah, no. yeah, I guess mean, it wasn't a problem. You got to be careful that Jazz doesn't feed on you. That's the point of the yes. game. I mean, <laughs> well, I took down my. I had a Batman cereal box that had a plastic wrap around it because, strangely, I guess when it was bought off the shelf, the Batman piggy bank was so big it was outside of the box instead oh, of inside of the box. So I took it down, and it was just encased. It was It's like a Jurassic Park mosquito. It was just okay. like encased oh, in amber, but it was popcorn grease instead. That's much worse. <laughs> and, uh, 65 million years of popcorn grease. But I carefully took off the plastic and took out the piggy bank, and I have it at home now. I never realized that's what it was, even. Yeah, and the cereal inside the box still shakes. Like, it still okay. sounds... And it looks like Captain Crunch. It looks like Captain Crunch. As of this year, that cereal is 30 years old because it's Michael Keaton Batman cereal. Oh, man. Was it Forever? Or not Forever, uh, Returns? No, no, or Batman. It was literally Batman, the first. Okay. Yeah. It has that golden bat logo on it. and <laughs> Still delicious. But, man, I wonder if I could dare somebody to eat it. That's like, a I don't know. like there's, <laughs> a, there's a guy, that, I don't remember who it is now, but there's a Twitter account guy who eats these things, like an old yeah. stick of gum and, like... I just, I, I get it, and part of me, you know, wants to see that, but then I'm also like, dude... It's not real food, really. So. Yeah, like, it won't... It's likely not to kill you. <laughs> it's likely not to kill you, but, like, I, I would never... I couldn't imagine I'm not doing gonna, those like, horrible things. Oh, God. Put it out at the next Saturday morning cartoons. Oh, my God. How, yeah. It's, With, it's, like, a sign. Like trying a, to save money. Yeah. <laughs> It's Batman, kids. You like Batman. With like a Wiley Coyote arrow sign pointed at oh, it man. saying, could be poison. It's like they wouldn't they wouldn't eat that chocolate rice cereal. They'll sure as hell <laughs> yeah. eat that 30-year-old Batman cereal. Well, my friend Morley, a couple of years ago at Ottawa Comic Con, the poster group called Scuzzles, which we were trying to get to do more posters for us, but I think they're busy and stuff, but hopefully sooner or later. They were giving out, I believe, RoboCop 2 trading cards Ooh. at their booth just nice. because... And so I got a pack, and then we opened it and are looking through the cards. And it's from, I think, 1990 or 91. And Morley ate the gum. And Gwen took, like, a photo montage of him eating it. And it was, like, photo one, putting in mouth. Photo two, that's not too bad. Photo three, curious. Photo four, oh, God, this is gross. (laughs) And he said he couldn't chew it because it basically turned to dust. It makes sense. It didn't turn to... Because I remember... 
even eating that stuff hot off the presses. I was going to say, like, yeah, glass. wasn't it always like that? Like, yeah. That's just kind of what it was. Then for a while, I remember they went highbrow, and it was actual juicy fruit kind of gum, but in a little saran wrap. Yeah, and then they're just like, well... Sellouts. Yeah, we don't want to spend the money on this at all, so now you get a, a sticker or something. Like Our friend Sam from Rocky Horror, his day job has a shrink wrap machine at it. Uh-oh. So I think he could re-shrink wrap my, my cereal box. <laughs> I thought box. you were going to use that for devious means, like like wrap up one of these horrible things. You're like, it's a brand new cereal it's box. It's a brand new. Well, it's not 30 years old. Eat it. Why does it say 1989 on it? Oh, I don't know. Why do we troll all our customers now? <laughs> this isn't yeah. a good way to be. Lee's probably glad that he took his uh, Death Star box a couple months back. Yeah. That used to be. I mean, probably has the same sort of you know, whatever. Well, even <laughs> one of the things in there I think was relatively new. I don't know where it came from, but it was a, a Funko Pop vinyl of Brad from Rocky Horror. So I think relatively new. Yeah. And that box was already kind of gone. Yeah. And basically when I was doing it, I texted Lee and I was like, I'm not going to like throw anything out, but is it okay if I unbox a couple of these things? And he was fine with, and I said, your stuff I'm just going to set aside. But yeah. I unboxed a DeLorean and that Pop vinyl and... What else? Oh, a Buzz Lightyear toy. I hope you filmed yourself unboxing this. Yeah. That would have been <laughs> yeah. our biggest post yet. <laughs> it's, it's like, well, uh, independent theater unboxing. What, what else can you want? Yeah. Speaking of, everyone seemed very excited about the credit card, debit card upgrade that we've recently gotten. I really thought it would be, oh, you have this now? Shrug. Move on with our lives. Yeah. Welcome to modern technology, jerks. Or yeah. something like that. And you're like, man, glad people were nice. So by far, by hundreds and hundreds by far, it's our most liked tweet, Instagram, yeah. Facebook post. How do you feel about that? It's just weird. It's like, it's, instead of a movie, like, <laughs> we put on news today and it's like five people, you yeah. know, like, here's a new movie. Uh, eight people. Uh, at least people. So is it good that we know people are watching or is it bad that those people don't normally care about what we have to say? I don't, it, was, it was really genuinely a bit fascinating that people had such a reaction. I thought it would just be like, oh, good for you guys or, oh, that's convenient. Well, hopefully that means more people are going to come now. Yeah, well... And it's weird. Like, I never thought people would be, cash only, I'm out of here. Yeah. Like, the couple times that that would happen, even if people didn't like using an ATM, they'd go to shoppers right. or their friend would lend them 10 bucks For or sure. whatever. It's not, there's a lot, that's what I found odd because there was a few people, I think on the Instagram, there was one where someone's like, oh, now you don't have an excuse not to come. And they like tagged their that. friend. And I was like, <laughs> like, I mean, not to get involved, I obviously didn't respond or anything like that, but I was just like... If your friend hasn't come here in a decade because they didn't <laughs> yeah. have money at any point in their life and only, like, it's just, eh, it just seemed kind of odd to me where I was like, I feel like maybe they just don't want to come, like, at that point. Well, but. and some people point, and there was no, I was so shocked. There was no anger about price increases or anything. It was, it's, it's, yet. Yet. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> I, I will. Us. it still hasn't happened, but I'm waiting for it. Brick through their window. <laughs> <laughs> Most people have been in person very supportive about the price increase like making some joke comment about oh about time or yeah. whatever and with the interact thing a couple times i've got someone would come in who clearly wasn't a social media person and say oh you're cash only right and i get to hold up the machine and be like ta-da yeah. and they're very excited <laughs> but it makes me genuinely contemplate how much longer cash is going to exist in our world yeah because I, you hear stories about you know small third world countries that are turned around by getting cell phones and interact and and they use that for bartering and all this kind of stuff so a place like 
Ottawa. So people like, will just pay us with their cell phones. Yeah. Oh, man. Someone used their watch. That's I, weird. I felt like I was in someone Dick used Tracy. Their, someone used their, uh, their cell phone. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty good. Like they just handed you an old cell phone. Like I don't, I don't yeah. have the, the eight dollars no, no, or they, whatever. They have their debit card, like the Apple it's Wallet like, or just whatever a jerk, it is. Andrew, <laughs> come on. I know what you meant. Jeez. <laughs> to be fair, the watch, the person just went boop, and, and then it was just already kind of, over. Yeah, darted their eyes back and forth, and then just ran into the cinema. Huh? I was like, weird. Oh, I guess that counts. I did. Oh, too we, much. We forgot to turn off the phone. Someone paying? Okay, we're back. Oh my yeah, God. people paying with watches and phones. <laughs> you can't trick me. We stopped there. That's <laughs> yeah, true. For like 20 minutes. It's true. Andrew did a great job. In-depth discussion of our FM transmitters, which we rarely discuss. I yeah. was just going to keep the keep the podcast going as a as a behind the scenes. Okay. And then it kept going and going. And I'm like, yeah. oh, this isn't interesting anymore. We were just going to hang up, but that didn't seem nice either. So. But yeah, as we stopped, Eric asked me how these transmitters work. And they're for hard of hearing folks we have a couple little devices and basically we have a device hooked up to our soundboard up in the projection booth or to our switcher board although it works on our little devices they also just work on some people will just have an app on their phone with fm radio Mm -hmm. so then the other thing is that if you're driving by and listening to fm radio you could listen to our movie for a couple minutes (laughs) it's true it's like a drive-in, but not as good. Because instead of, if you lived on a house overlooking the drive-in, you yeah. could like sneak the movie. Yes, yeah, you really have to be, uh, I guess, living in the back alley. <laughs> it's like half of that. Even then, that's not going to help you. But I wonder if somebody who lives right neighbor to us, and if they were listening to the radio, and they turned their dial and picked up Hereditary or something. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> if you've already seen it, it, it would be good, I guess. Like, if it was a dialogue heavy, like a Tarantino movie, I guess, would work well for that. Where you're just like, oh, that's gunfire. Okay. Now back to the dialogue. All right. I was listening to some nerd podcast, and they said back before the days of VHS and Netflix and all this stuff, that if there was a show you really loved, some nerds would record it on audio tape. Okay. And then listen to. Star Trek or Twilight Zone on headphones on the bus ride to school because that was the closest you can get. You would have to wait for the next rerun. Who was telling that story? It was something. Some was one you'd like too. Like it's like you'd have to guess that it would be an episode. Like I mean, I guess you'd have TV Guide or whatever. But like, yeah, theoretically, for certain things, like you're just like, okay, I know it's Star Trek. I like Star Trek. Maybe you don't know the episode, but you just have to hope that you start recording in time. Like that Twitter site that I really love called. Oh, shoot. Spooky links? Spooky ads. Spooky ads. Freaky links. Freaky links. <laughs> a lot of the stuff on that, I'm sure, is VHS recordings oh, yeah. where they've clipped out the ad because it's from a Star Trek Next Generation episode that got recorded on VHS in 1987. Because some of the ads aren't super quality, but they're just fun. <laughs> yeah. They're super quality, but they're not super quality. Yeah. Because, like, like, where are you going to find these? Exactly. And some of them are just insane that they exist at all, frankly, but... He just posted one, and it was from Batman Forever, and it was the glasses that you could get with a Happy Meal, like oh actual God. glasses. And I was, and I was like, I remember getting those. Oh, that, I was, I was thinking like reading glasses. No, not I mean, reading like, like yeah. you get the like question mark glasses, and you're like, well, that's a cool throw-in. I have Days of Thunder sunglasses. <laughs> that sounds familiar. I don't know man. where from. Oh or I remember why. going on that ride at Wonderland a bunch of times, but that's the extent. Actually, I haven't even seen the movie. 
I never got. I don't know if I care. I'm not a big NASCAR guy. Was that ride just another roller coaster that they slapped a it, it Days was, of Thunder? It was like the vibrating seats. It became SpongeBob oh, okay. the ride, and it was other things I yeah. did too. But it was like Days of Thunder for the longest time, and you would just by sitting the things, and it's like and it's knocking you around and stuff, and Tom yeah. Cruise is spitting in your face and stuff, and it's like it's really good, I guess. I mean, as a kid, it seemed incredible. Do you have cocktail glasses? Oh man, yeah. that'd be perfect. How <laughs> do you not have those? Cocktail sunglasses. Man. That's just, I'm always disappointed uh, when I'm in a bar and people aren't flipping around the bottles. Tossing like, bottles, at, hitting you in the head with the bottle. You're like, well, you tried your best. God, these are all, these are all great. These are all good ideas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Okay, so let us chat about January 11th through the 17th, 2019. A good week. There's a whole bunch of stuff I want to see. Every week is good. Every week is good. Of course. So, held over for a third week, Can You Ever Forgive Me, which we've chatted about before. Yep, very good movie. Very good movie. Was up for a couple Golden Globes. Might be up for a couple Oscars very soon. One of our regulars who's here today was just raving about it. Oh, uh, yeah? My, yeah, my boy Tim comes in, gets two, my boy two teas. <laughs> he's my boy, you know? Like, I wouldn't say it in front of him, but he's a super nice older British gentleman, and we always chat, and he gets teas, and, and I, I, we have very similar movie tastes, so it's always nice to hear uh, good recommendations from him. I mean, you guys both recommended it, but until my boy Tim said it, it my was boy just, Tim. Yeah, it's like, You were on the fence before that. <laughs> I could never tell him I talk like this. Then we have The Old Man and the Gun. Which we, I really want to see. Mm-hmm. Me too. I'm glad we got that one. It was to be Robert Redford's last film, oh, man. but I've heard he's already backpedaled on that. <laughs> where he's <laughs> like, instantly. Anybody who has had a long career and is busy and is doing stuff when they don't need to anymore. Yeah. You know, like Robert Redford doesn't seem like the kind of guy who lost all his money on the ponies <laughs> so when he's still doing movies it's because he has a love of the game yeah and I'm sure there's a point where he's like however old he is and is probably thinking well let's retire but then he finishes the movie and it comes out and he's like oh, let's do another one yeah because like well, especially when you're in the thick of it like it kind of reminds me of Daniel Craig where he's just like yeah I'm done I'm He'll done be back. never gonna do it again after doing like a how year how much are you gonna half. give me now oh yeah. never mind yeah and, and that's also that's another weird thing too because when you're rich you know and you get to the point where you're like here's 30 million dollars and you're like yeah but i also want a year and a half of my life and like here's yeah. 40 million it's like what's the line you know? well that's why you see some people who like bill murray who mostly do supporting parts mm. and that's i think why he's he can have a life and you look and you might do two or three movies a year but it's you know a little part in a wes anderson movie yeah, what was the last time he starred in a film? It's been a while. He did that Saint Vincent. Saint Vincent, yeah, yeah. man. But it's few and far. And even back in the day, like he took a five-year break in between Ghostbusters and Scrooge, or a four-year break. So that's insane. But yeah, I guarantee you, Daniel Day Lewis will be retiring from his. I said Daniel co- Craig shoe cobbling baby. Oh, Craig! <laughs> always trying to work Daniel Day Lewis back in the day. I didn't know Craig was going to retire too. Yeah, Phantom yeah. Craig over here, lazy. Craig's lazy dang. Well, he's not like retired from Bond. Like, he was sort yeah. of like, I, I think two different, the last two movies, he's been like, nah, I'm not going to do it. And then eventually he's like, ah, what do I got going on? Yeah. It's like, because they're a lot of work. For sure. And, and that's, and it's easy for us to be like, oh, it must be nice. So, you know, $30 million paycheck or whatever. But, right. like, he's putting your life on the line there. Like, yeah. Same with, like, Tom Cruise. Uh, however you want to say about him as a person or whatever but like oh, no. he risks his life to when he doesn't have to <laughs> it's true Tom there's special effects <laughs> yeah like you know? honestly I we respect can, the hell out of that but. we can set up a blue screen you yeah. don't have to hang out that building <laughs> you name a color green screen blue screen whatever we'll do all of it I think that's why he became a producer is so he could veto the other producers and go 
no, no, I'm going to hang outside the plane. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not who's the producer here? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah it's me. <laughs> like, here we go. No, that's uh, so. So Redford does all his own stunts, is my understanding. In, in this, <laughs> yeah. But Old Man and the Gun is my favorite. It's the charismatic crime genre movie. You gotta love that. And I love those kind of things. And it also has Danny Glover in it and Sissy Spacek. What a! Ca- I love the poster too. It's very. It's very like sixties, seventies. Tom Waits. Oh, yeah. see, there you go. It, it seems like they were going for a, a throwback tone. I haven't seen yeah. the trailer, so maybe I'm totally. Well, even even the trailer has kind of a '70s throwback. Tone. Uh, nice, yeah, because like, it's the just font so of the yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I really don't know all that much about it, but I mean, look at the cast. It's yeah. got almost like kind of a Hal Ashby, you know, Hal Ashby, the director, kind of yeah. fun Hal Ashby too. vibe. <laughs> Stop yeah. saying Hal Ashby. <laughs> Hal Ashby. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to say Popeye, Popeye Ian. <laughs> Popeye, Popeye. <laughs> then we have Welcome to Marwin. Which is funny because I had just told somebody, oh, a couple years ago we had the documentary. It was like 2010. So it was like oh eight years ago we had the documentary. That's how our view of time works at this cinema. We're just like, that was a couple months ago. It's like, I think that was 30 years. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> so this is from Robert Zemeckis, who made one of your favorite made... movies. Okay, so, so all the cards on the table. Here we go. He made... Polar Express. Polarizing Express. Which we show every year because we love it so much. The Polarizing the only, It's the only reason. Yeah, this will be better. I look glass half full. He directed Back to the Future, Roger Rabbit, mm-hmm. and even some of used his... Used Cars. Used Cars, yeah. And even some of his... He did Forrest Gump, right? Forrest Gump. A couple of years ago. What Lies yeah. Beneath. What Lies Beneath. Yeah, that was, well, that's a deep cut. I, I saw that in theaters, though, so... What Lies Beneath has on one of the most... And you were the only one there. I yeah. Was, yeah <laughs> still, we're not supposed to talk about that. I remember watching the behind the scenes on that, and it has one of the most mind blowing shots that isn't a guns a blazing spaceships space battle scene or anything, but it's just what seemingly is a giant crane in shot of a moving truck going okay. through a storm, and it hits a bridge, and the camera goes all the way in. Man, and basically what it was was everything was fake except for I forget if both of them were in the car or just Harrison Ford. Yeah, but it's Harrison Ford driving. And basically, it's just in a giant, you know, warehouse of a sound studio, and the crane was like half a mile back, man, and everything was fake. So it was like him sitting on an apple box, green what, screen background. Have a car? No, like, the truck. Everything was fake because they wanted to get the camera yeah. right in there. Damn. And those are the kind of effects I like, where you know CG at its worst is we can do anything, so we do anything. Yeah. But at its best is incorporating actors and script and the actual shot and everything that's crazy and when I saw it in the theater I didn't even think about it I was like oh yeah it's a truck shot yeah and he's like get off my truck yeah and you're like, no, no, that's a different Harrison Ford film I give me D- back my truck yeah. no, there that's you go Mel Gibson. yeah it's, for some reason it still sounded right to me so yeah. I'm good but Marwin is an interesting amalgam because it's what I hated about Zemeckis <laughs> mixed with actual using this technology for what it should be kind of yeah. because it's dream sequences involving Barbie dolls or old timey G.I. Joe dolls alright so the actors are those dolls but then it's intercut with real life man my biggest qualm with a movie like Beowulf was you have Angelina Jolie and Anthony Hopkins why are you making a photorealistic CG Anthony Hopkins and Angelina Jolie they're there yeah, already exactly I don't get it yeah that's weird I just said it today. I was chatting with a friend, and I said, "We said, unless you're Andy Circus playing an ape, you don't have to use this technology." 
Like, or Andy Serkis playing anyone. Andy, really. yeah, At this point, yeah. we just trust him to pull off whatever. So. Yeah, Andy Serkis in a Star Wars monster, Andy Serkis playing King Kong, Andy Serkis playing uh, Planet of the Apes. Yeah, the real monster was all of us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. The uh, real monster is motion capture. It's true. Well, it, it is intriguing, though, because, like, as you say, it, it kind of has the best and potentially worst of Zemeckis or of that yes. style of story. But on the surface, I mean, the sto- like, I haven't seen the trailer, uh, I'll say, but... The documentary was great. Okay. Yeah. It sounds like an interesting story. Yeah. So, I mean, if when properly done, like, that sounds... It, it almost sounds a little bit like a bit of, like... I mean, Small Soldiers is maybe not the best reference for that, but just uh, from what you're saying... Kind of, yeah, like, it actually kind of... Yeah, Small Soldiers would have been like the kid version of this. Yeah, so I'm, I'm intrigued. And it's Steve Carell, who is always good. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, it, it's one of those things where it's a backhanded pitch, but I'm, I'm neutral but intrigued. Yeah, you know? like Night at the Museum-ish? Yeah. Sort well, of? But it's well, no, we, no we it's, played, a, it's, a, it's based on a true story of this guy who was beaten up outside of a bar. Jesus. Because he admitted... To a bunch of drunk guys that he likes wearing ladies' shoes, so he was like, he was beaten up, like nearly beaten to death, and he had to go through this long, arduous rehabilitation. Good lord! And he used the toys as a. Oh my god! Well, now I see. I feel like a monster now. I thought it was a little more like light-hearted, based with the toys and whatnot. Well, they made a documentary about it first, which we showed. Yeah, Merwin Call. Right. Yeah. So that I I don't know. See, when I I know that Steve Carell is is dramatic now as well as comedic, but when I hear like Steve Carell motion cat capture dolls and yeah. toys my first thought is like okay well was it a little lighthearted as well i believe there's a happy ending to it and i think the moral of the story is it's okay that we all still collect dolls okay <laughs> like, think, that's, right? Uh, that's like, right up your alley yeah, yeah, yeah. lee loves this movie yeah. and robert zemeckis is even in the past couple of years he did flight with denzel washington which was pretty spectacular yeah. mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I... The walk? I, the walk. I will yeah. forgive and forget that I... <laughs> yeah. Polar Express, you and know. And it's not... I don't know how much of that is him and how much of that is, like, the in the moment of technology. Or, I don't know. I mean, I, some of it's him, I'm sure. And so. I always <laughs> say it, it's so subjective because there's a lot of people who love Polar Express. Yeah. Like, it's their Christmas tradition. So... <laughs> You know, it's just because it makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> it gives me nightmares. It's true. Not everyone's tradition is Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. I get it. You know? <laughs> yeah. But I have to respect everyone here. So our other new film this week is the long-anticipated Creed 2. Oh, man. Finally. Just in time for Andrew the seeing to Rocky it a few Four. Yes. That's so weird. I'm very excited about this. Uh, my wife finally watched Creed. Like I was, yeah. I knew she wouldn't watch any of the Rocky series. Like, just not for her. She doesn't. I don't know how she feels about Stallone, but she's not a big boxing person. And she did like it. However, she admitted that she fast-forwarded some of the boxing parts. I was like, but that's... <laughs> that's the... I just... You... The movie... So, still, I, I guess that's still a partial credit, you know? She still liked the movie. But I was like, okay, well, are you going to come see Creed 2 with me? She's like, no. So, <laughs> I'll be coming to watch that alone, but... I'm excited because it's that era, and I love that they got Dolph Lundgren back. Yeah. I, li- I like when nerd stuff or film stuff appreciates the legacy you know and, and you and you see Christopher Lee in a movie or yeah. so in this movie which yeah you're right it is Rocky 4.5 slash Creed 2 <laughs> yeah man and that's happening more and more where Star Wars Rogue One is both a sequel and a prequel at the same time yeah that's weird that's yeah no, I didn't even think about that even everything s- is like that now Stephen though. King put out a Dark Tower book that essentially is Dark Tower four and a half. Oh my 
God. So it's like, like after the series was over. Yeah, after oh again after after the he's like I'm done with these, and then ten years later I'll oh do God. one more. How many books even are there? Like ten? Oh God, I was for eight or nine. Oh, then like they that. made that movie, which was like which just really came and went. <laughs> it was just like, but apparently it was like condensed. It wasn't like yeah. It was like the opposite of doing the Hobbit, where they spread yeah. it out over three movies. Like, yeah, they, they a took, little. They took eight books and made it into, I think, a ninety-minute movie. Yeah, <laughs> and we're so like, weird. guys. And that was supposed to also be like a TV show. It was supposed to be like I think a trilogy of movies and a TV show in between the movies. Their initial pitch I really liked, where it was going to be a trilogy every two years or something okay. and in between a HBO style 12 episode miniseries yeah. and the books of Dark Tower go back and forth of Young Roland and Old Roland okay. so the movies are going to be Old Roland and the TV is going to be Young Roland right. and theoretically you could just watch one or the other fine but if you watch both they'd have little cool little things yeah. and I love that idea but it, it seemed terribly ambitious it's, it's a big <laughs> financial investment and plus for every Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter or Star Wars where they just go we're doing a trilogy and it works yeah. we forget that there's a lot that don't no and, and it's it's weird now to think of stuff that's like Star Wars where yeah it was meant to be a trilogy but when he made that first one like oh my god like oh, you, yeah. you wouldn't be surprised if there was never another one ever we easily could have lived in a world where Star Wars was a nice successful little sci-fi movie of the <laughs> 70s and Lucas went on to do more American Graffiti and Tucker and Red Tails. Red Tails type movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red Tails. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Poor Red Tails. I liked Red Tails. Red Tails had all of the best of intentions and it just didn't work. You to know? me, it's a perfect Capra esque movie. If you judge it by today's standards of you know when it came out and whatever, yeah, totally agree with you. It's but very old fashioned. It, yeah. That's what I mean. It's it's, it's like absolutely they, the like, script was written in 1940. And they for didn't. sure, yeah. Like it, it's that's kind of why I liked it because they like straight up plucked it out of that decade and released yeah. it now, and people are like, "What the hell is this?" And I get it. Like I don't I don't disagree with the people who have issues with it. But for me, like I kind of felt like that with the the Family Man, Nicolas Cage, that oh, was yeah. essentially a Capra film released yeah. in 2005. Everyone's like, "Oh, it's so corny and whatever." And it's like, "You're not wrong," but they made what they had tried to make, and it, yeah, it was successful sense. in that sense. Even yeah. if it's not successful for everyone, I don't know. Just kind of any way to get a Cage movie in there, I guess. But still, <laughs> it was Nick Cage's birthday recently. It, yeah, like two days ago, and I Happy watched birthday, I watched Cage. Moonstruck the night before that, and then I realized it was his birthday. I was like, I gotta watch something else, so I watched Joe, which Andrew's been kind of. Oh, yeah. that's a really good movie. Yeah, I don't want to say he's raving about it, but really good in it. Yeah, that was it was a solid flick. And then afterwards, my wife was like, "Oh, that's been in my Netflix queue for a while now." I'm like, well, it's good. I watched. Teen Titans Go at the Mayfair in honor of his birthday a week before his birthday. A second? That was your second viewing? <laughs> yes. Nice. Oh, yeah. that's a good movie. It's so good. I you can just movie. hear Josh through <laughs> the theater. He's like, oh, this part's great. <laughs> so I just stumbled on this, that there is a junior novelization for Teen Titans Go oh, no. to the movie. You're going to read it, aren't Not you? a picture book. Like, not a comic book. A book. And I'm totally going to read it because I have <laughs> no idea how they would adapt it because it's a full-blown musical with half a dozen musical numbers mm. It's crazy meta with all kinds of fourth wall breaking and stuff. There's all kinds of pure visual humor that you can't really put in a book. There's one whole parody of the opening of The Lion King, except it's Batman <laughs> okay. holding up Robin. I, yeah, because I know? thought I heard that music and I was like, is that The Lion King? So how does like, that go into a book? So I am highly anticipating reading this weird book. How big is it? Like 50 pages? It's a kid's book, so yeah, it's probably like 
75 pages like, I don't know you know <laughs> you're gonna blow through on the bus or something <laughs> yeah. and you're like ah that, that wasn't very good <laughs> as soon as I read it I'll submit a book report oh my god and now I'm excited uh, the last thing we have this week is The Room our lucky <laughs> 113th month last in a row last and least <laughs> even recently it was within a month or so somebody on Facebook or Twitter said is The Room playing next month and he's like yeah it's always playing and it's, it's never it will not go in the Disney vault unlike never. every other thing that we well not everything but it feels like everything it can't that literally will not, unfortunately in some nobody some owns people, Tommy Wiseau <laughs> And I, and, and I respect that, you know, like he's not, he would never sell out in that way. I mean, it's not like he has a catalog of films, but yeah, still. That'd be cool if Disney bought Tommy Wiseau, Inc. <laughs> for some reason. And then they just start putting him in Marvel movies. Like he's, yeah, he's probably richer than Bob Iger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a whole other kettle of fish. It's going to happen sooner or later where someone's going to put him in a big movie. Because, you know, Edgar Wright yeah. or J.J. Abrams or just somebody, Seth Rogen, one of these guys, yeah. will put him just in a little background scene in something. Yeah. Because it'll be fun, you and, know? And like, the best acting he's ever done was the post credit sequence in Disaster Artist. I didn't know it was him. Like, I suspected, but, you know, he actually did a good job. I was thinking of that recently because a couple months ago we said, Greg's coming back soon. He's still coming, we just don't know when. Yeah, so, we'll keep saying that. Yeah, we'll just keep saying that. He'll be back eventually. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, in some other cities, the part two is screening. Okay. But it was the holidays, and, you know, Greg wants to go home Doesn't and care. have a break. And, yeah, yeah. Like, no, he's, he's still, uh, he's juggling quite a life there. So, you know, he'll get here when he gets here. But, uh, yeah, so that was the films of January 11th through 17th. We'll wrap this up now. These guys get to go back to work. Hurrah. Yay. It's fun. So go visit our friends at House of Targ. If you're listening to this right now, they just got a new Guardians of the Galaxy pinball machine, which is nice. pretty awesome. Big time. And they have some announcement coming up about a new old school arcade game that they're getting too. Ooh, so I don't what know. What do you think it's going to be? I hope it's something like, I don't know. It, I think it's going to be old school, like, you know, an actual joust machine oh, or man. something like what that. What if they know. got a standalone Dig Dug? Oh my God, I would never leave. That's, That's true. It. I'm done. Just move it right into your yeah. place. <laughs> Just like save some time for them. Where did it go? Oh, I don't man. know. So we are on MayfairTheater.ca on the internets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Feel free to say nice stuff about us on various internet platforms for the podcast stuff. I was looking at our numbers. Our numbers in the past couple of years have gone up a ton okay like a ton like just there's like a little on SoundCloud there's like a, a chart and graph yeah and year one the little tower chart was you know down here and then year <laughs> two it's like up there and year three it's like really big trust so, me his hand's going very, very high. high you have to imagine high. it but believe me but yeah so it's always nice because you forget people are actually listening and then every once in a while someone pops in and goes oh are you on the podcast and I say yeah, yes yeah I get that too and they go good <laughs> job famous. keep it up and I'm yeah. like wait what really your voice sounds familiar it's yeah. like I, uh, I just called the hotline a lot yeah. <laughs> so that's what the it was hotline. My, my, whatever we call things thanks again for listening yeah keep listening keep listening come see some cool movies and we'll see you soon bye 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 on the aisle on the we, we jumped <laughs> the balcony is closed we jumped his ending there <laughs> the balcony is closed Andrew wasn't ready okay, have fun, fun. The adventure continues now with Batman, the serial And nothing can slow him down. Nothing can stop him from bringing it to you. It's here. A smashing taste. A honey nut flavor part of your complete breakfast. Batman, 
Mysterio.